Hey, what's up? Welcome to Spock Adjacent, the Michonne Mission's love letter to everything Star Trek. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are catching up with Star Trek Discovery Season 2 as we review two episodes tonight. We are going to kick things off with Season 2, Episode 7, Lights and Shadows, directed by Marta Cunningham from a story by Ted Sullivan and Vaughn Wilmot uh, with a teleplay by Ted Sullivan as well, that first hit CBS All Access on February 28, 2019. Discovery is confronted by a time anomaly while researching the Red Angel signal over Keminar. Pike and Tyler investigate the anomaly in a shuttlecraft and nearly die. Meanwhile, Burnham's search for Spock leads her to Vulcan, where she discovers Spock is in psychological distress. She then takes him to Section 31 ships, where doctors claim they can help him, but she realizes her mistake when Giorgio tells her Section 31's memory extractor will actually kill him. Burnham and Giorgio then devise a plan to allow Burnham to escape Section 31 with Spock. Thus you have the episode Light and Shadows from Star Trek Discovery Season 2. I think this is another episode as Season 2 of Discovery has been. Kind of like a little bit of a return to classic Trek. A little bit of a one and done. A little bit more of a backstory. We're continuing. We're finally catching up. We finally see Spock. Yes. Spock has appeared. Spock is no longer adjacent. Yes. Spock is here. Spock is here. Well, most of Spock. Most of Spock. Because Spock Spock is... um, They stole Spock's brain. (laughs) See what I did there? I see exactly. It's a little bit of a deep cut for the folks. (laughs) I see exactly what you did there. Um, I found myself watching this episode and enjoying it. Yeah. And I think one of the main reasons I enjoyed it is because... Burnham got off the ship. This was a an episode while she's been, you know, definitely there all season long. Mm-hmm. I thought this was an episode that really focused on her a little bit more, which made sense because she was going to find Spock. But allowing Seneca Martin Green to like kind of like breathe and and like you know like you know flex her muscle as the lead of this show, right? A little bit, right? So I really like that. Pike. And Tyler having to kind of like getting to know you yes. on a shuttlecraft. Yes. I even like that. Right. I still don't like Tyler. Right, right, right. But I like Pike. I right. really just I like I like the actor Anson Mount. Mm-hmm. And I like the Pike that they that he's created for this show. I like right. his his energy. I like the story of how you're still through spite. Uh, Pike, Spike, through Pike, you're learning more about all of the other characters because he's learning about them as well. While you're learning about him, um, I like the the touches of classic Trek that are in here. Some of the echoes to classic Trek that are in here, mm-hmm. and even continue more on to the the next episode, which we'll talk yes. about. Yes, um, well, should we have to talk about them separately? Do you think? 
Well, we we don't have to. How okay. would you like to proceed, Vince? No, no, no. I just think so many, as as you just said, so many of the elements bleed into mm-hmm. the next. So it's almost like one big episode. It's true, but you I know? I I think it's worth taking them at least a little bit separately because the the next episode is so steeped right in nostalgia that you could get lost in the nostalgia of right, it all. right you know what i mean so i want to try and give each of them okay, their that's due fair. they just do you know uh, and especially because uh the this episode lights and shadows does visit vulcan Right, um, which it, this is what the second time, the third time we've been on Vulcan. Yeah, really, the third time. Discovery. Yeah. yeah, but but you're seeing different aspects of Vulcan. You're right. seeing like you know, uh, uh, Spock's mom. Like you know, she got some stuff with her. Yeah, she does, and and I liked it. I, she, I, she showed a little sadness. I said it the last episode. I have never liked Amanda. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I got Amanda. Right. You know, so I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I, I love the Spock family dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about bleeding into the next episode. Like, we've known since the very beginning that Burnham is, you know, Spock's older sister. Mm-hmm. But it always just felt like this weird fan service yeah. to get the thing greenlit. Right. But last week's episode and this week's episode, I got her as a family member. Okay. And I got You got this, the relationship. I got the relationship. I got the family dynamic. You mentioned it about Amanda. I got Amanda as the mother mm-hmm. to a human daughter and a half human son. Mm-hmm. I got the distance between Sarak Sarak. Sarak and and the, the, the sort of that sort of protective Papa bearness he has yes. for these children that there's yes. so many people on Vulcan against them. Yes, like it all clicked in in that last episode, and then you know, and the sibling relationship between them in this week's episode, I thought was amazing. Yeah, like like them as siblings. Uh, you know, I still don't like Ash. I am starting to like Ash as a catalyst, though. Okay. And his okay. relationship with the other crew members. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still not a huge... I actually feel the same way about Pike. Like, like I actually texted you or when we talked last week where, you know, Pike said, oh, I, you know, I should pilot because I was a test pilot. I was the best pilot. <laughs> and I said, oh, they're turning him into Hal Jordan. <laughs> Which is the perfect template form. Like this it sort is. of old school alpha white guy mm-hmm. from the 60s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of roll my eyes at him in 2019. But I get the sense that the creators are aware of him as this almost throwback character. Right, right. And and they're showing him bounce off of these much more modern characters. Right. And it works. Yeah, it works a lot. Yeah, it works. It works very, it works very well. And, it, and it, it makes sense because really, you... You know, if you're steeped in classic Trek, yeah, you don't know Pike. No, you don't. There's really nothing to you all. You really know is that he gets crippled, right? You know, actually, right. That's the most you know about him. Um, it's so to have them flesh him out a little bit. Yeah, it actually makes sense. And considering how 
early this is in, you know, Starfleet, it makes sense that you're still getting kind of like that, that quote unquote astronaut feel right about the people that become that's, your leaders. That's a good call. So it's right. That's that, yeah, that's perfect. Cause it's not right. even how Jordan. Yeah. This is a space race guy. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you, you were absolutely, I hadn't even thought about it, but you're right. This is, um, this is the Mercury team. That being said, you know, the, the whole way that the, the just staying on Pike and Tyler or, right. or Ash, I, I, Tyler. I'm not going to say his last name. I'm not going to say his first name. Okay. Uh, I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you making these. Do- de- I was like, why is he making these declarations? It makes no like sense. That. Why right. am I doing that? Um, I shall no longer eat plums. <laughs> what is he talking about? Over? I thought you were having a stroke. There's <laughs> something about the Shazat. Shazat Latif just, just rubs me the wrong way. I know. Way. I, know. I don't know why. I know. There's just something about him. Maybe it's because he looks. <laughs> when, the, when the doctor tried to get into a fight with him, I was saying, kick his. Fascinating. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, see, you're jumping <laughs> I know. episodes. I know. Jumping episodes, Vince. I know. You're jumping episodes. But I, I said, kick his. Fascinating. But to that point, in this episode's Lights and Shadows, when, you know, the probe comes back from the future. Yeah. And you've got these tentacles ready to, like, like ensnare him. I'm right. like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he's gone. That's that's right. Finally. But you got to go ahead and and destroy the probe or else they're going to figure out where Zion is. Yes. (laughs) But um, it it was shameless how much that looked like the squids from the Matrix. Yes. Well, you know. It was shameless. Uh, Well, okay. They were like, we're Star Trek. What you going to do? We were here first. Right. It's like Paramount lawyer standing next to it. Like, I dare you to say something. I dare you to say something. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was just exactly like that. <laughs> it was exactly like that. You, you, you have some experience with that. <laughs> yes. Say out of say out my legal papers. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say. I I like I did like that whole aspect to the show. I like their that kind of like B story. Yeah. Of them, you know, dealing with that. Yeah. You know? So um I enjoyed I this was an episode that I enjoyed. I, oh, absolutely. I it, yeah. You know? Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. And again, the fact that Ash was such a large part of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I also have to say it's it's sort of like I've said before, when they have Ash, Ash is like the vegetables. Right. Because Giorgio is also in it. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing like you understand how Giorgio and Burnham were friends yeah. in both universes. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have such an easy camaraderie. Because they get each other. They get each other. And I think that's a testament to these two actresses. Mm-hmm. That that, you know, they're they're playing alternate versions of the ones that each character is familiar with. Mm-hmm. And you can sense there's a bit of resistance how they're drawn to each other. Right. But, you know, this is very much a a mother-daughter, mentor-mentee relationship. Yes. And you see it with, you know, when when Giorgio says, you know, I'm going to let you escape. We have to pretend we're fighting. Oh, yeah. And it's such a great scene. Yeah, isn't it, though? You know, and, and, you know, I don't know what type of training Sonequa Martin-Green has had, but, you know, I love the fact that they highlight Michelle Yeoh's training that she's gotten 
right. over the years working in Hong Kong. Yeah, because one it was an interesting thing that I found out is that Michelle Yeoh, you know, we know her as this great action star yeah. from overseas. But she was an actress first. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. She trained. Tra- she, she transitioned. That's she right. She transitioned and trained and learned all of that fighting just for the movies. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Right. And also speaks to why she was, she stands out and yeah. was able to have such longevity right. in her career. Because, you know, when her skills diminish a little bit, because she's getting older. She's not a young woman, you know. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, yes. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I was about to say, I mean, what is she, 130? I don't know. It is hard to tell because for a woman that is clearly cinched into that corset, oh, oh. she gets her legs real high. You, hey, man, you know you know my Michelle Yeoh thing. She, she talks that slick talk. Yes, she does. And then she struts out the room. <laughs> I say strut, Giorgio. <laughs> strut out that room. Clickety clack, them heels hit the floor. Giorgio talk real slick. Something, 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 something. And then she struts out. <laughs> click, 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 click. I say, go on, girl. It's your bad self. Ah. Oh, she is loving this. Oh, she oh. Is, you can tell she is loving this, Jordan. Man, the best. The best. She is having a ball. She is having a ball on this show. One thing happens at this show, though, um, you know, and, and it's, I think it's going to pay dividends down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they deal with this whole pro from the future thing. Yes. And, you know, they have to, like, com- combat that. Yes. And they do, but not before it leaves a little bit of itself. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Imprinted onto one of our new Character? Yeah. Arium. Yeah. I think I'm saying her name right. Arium. Sure, why not? And I cause I saw it coming. Of course. But I I didn't like it. It's cause, cause it's a little cliche. Right, right. It's a little cliche. It's, like the android going bad is a little cliche. Right, right. Especially, I mean, but it's so cliche all all the way down to like the three lights in, right. in her eye. Right. You know? I mean and I thought that was it, it, it's cliche. It's kind of easy. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean. And it's so easy that it almost mirrors what has happened recently on the Orville. Okay. So so much so that when I saw it, I was like, oh, they just did this on the oh, Orville. They just did this on the Orville. Yeah. Well, at least I just saw it on the Orville. Now, mind you, the, the, these episodes may have been out for a couple of months. Sure. Yeah, but I just saw this. I'm like, sure. Where are we going here? Of course, I also think that. Oh, of course, that wasn't the Red Angel that infected her. That was the no. probe. No, it was the oh, probe. Oh, yeah, so it is. Yeah. It's the probe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, however, as we transition into episode eight yes. of season two, if memory serves. Yes. Directed by T.J. Scott, written by Dan Dworkin and Jay Beatty, um, and hit on CBS All Access on March 7th. Burnham and Spock travel to Talos 4. Talos 4, baby. And where do we know Talos 4, Vince? From the menagerie and or the cage, depending on what you want to call it. Where Spock seeks the aid of the T- 
Pelosians yes. to heal his mind. Yes. But the price for the procedure forces Burnham to confront her troubled past with Spock. Spock reveals that he mind-melded with the Red Angel and that it is attempting to alter the course of history to avert a galactic catastrophe. Stamets attempts to reconnect with Hugh, but Hugh was not ready to restart his former life. Right. Vina contacts Pike, revealing the whereabouts of Spock and Burnham. Tyler struggles with his past as Volk and faces a confrontation with Hugh. Section 31 tries to capture Spock and Burnham, but the Talosians use telepathic projection to help them escape. Um, And what is not listed there in that breakdown, read straight from Wikipedia, is that it appears that Arium is a double agent. Yes. I love this episode. Well, I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Harking I, me back all the way to the the, the, the pilot episode yeah, of Star yeah. Trek, the original Which series. I have to say, when they showed the footage from the pilot episode and transitioned into this episode, mm-hmm. when I saw the footage from the old episode, I was like, oh, that, you know, I don't really like this. Like, this really is too much of the nostalgia. But I thought they transitioned wonderfully. Oh, yeah. Into this episode. And I have to say. Including the part where, because they show the footage from the from the pilot. From the pilot, right. That then ends on Pike, a young Pike. Yeah. That transitions into Pike as we know it. Yeah. Who you can see is visually a bit older. Right. From that Pike. Right. And that also places this now we also know exactly Ex- where in exactly. time this is he between is. right, which not for nothing means that number one is in play. In play as far as what I had what I had been forgetting when we were talking about the first episode is that the footage basically this that that this that that the menagerie the first part of the menagerie is the 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 pilot footage is set before discovery. Right. We know which that means that number 1 from discovery, I mean from the pilot, from the pilot could become the captain of discovery. Oh, okay. And okay. continuity is intact. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're right because we didn't know. We're right, right. Or we had, you know, we had forgotten. That's true. But yeah, I thought this was a a great episode. I thought everyone performed fantastic i thought stamets and hugh scenes oh yeah you know i have to say i really am enjoying how they have realistically complicated that relationship Mm -hmm. by bringing hugh back from the dead yeah and and them not shying away from the repercussions of that of of, yeah of Coming back from the dead. Coming back actually from the dead. Actually being rebuilt. Actually being rebuilt. And and I'm glad that Hugh and Ash, you know, had that fall falling out. Mm-hmm. You know, nice little bit of um, character development with Saru letting them fight. Yeah. Which, you know, they, they kind of lampshaded it with, with Pike saying, I wonder if you would have done that mm-hmm. before your evolution. And don't do that again. And don't do that again. Which, and then I don't know if you see, like, there's this shot of Saru by himself 
after Pike walks off that I found a bit ominous. Oh, you thought so? I think there is. I was. I, I think there is something bubbling there. I I I was waiting for them to hold. I actually was waiting exactly for what you yeah. suggested. Well, that's what like, I saw. Waited for them to hold on him a yeah. little bit, and I I didn't think they held. I saw it. I think I I thought they did. Okay. And and I think that's bubbling and going somewhere. I love the design work. Just to just to circle back to the the juxtaposition of this episode with Menagerie. Mm-hmm. I love the way the the Talosians 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 look. Like I think it's a nice modern reinterpretation of that 60s design. So do I. I did. And, you I know, like down that to too. the costumes. Yep. Which very much look like that 60s design work. Mm-hmm. But next to Burnham in that, you know, that sort of modern Vulcan wear, mm-hmm. it worked really well. But, you know, the highlight of this episode was something that I have been lamenting since we start watching Discovery, frankly. And that is the relationship between Spock and Burnham. Yeah. There were two moments in this episode where I said, okay, I'm I'm on board with this. Okay. There's this that wonderful sequence. They're going back and forth, and Spock is being Spock and saying, you, you know, she's asking him things, and Spock is saying, you know, basically, you're wasting my time. And at one point, Spock says, do you have a question of any type of merit? And she says to him, do you think that beard works? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he very awkwardly reaches for it. Yes. And they're siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, that is an older yep. sister. Yep. That is an older sister yep. hazing her little brother. Yep. Later on, when they project the image, and um, Burnham says to Spock, you know, basically that because they're about to fade, she says, say farewell, Spock. And Spock does, you know, the Vulcan greeting. But then he says, farewell, Spock. Yeah. And he makes a joke. Yeah. And then again, because it is Star Trek and it's not the most subtle of shows, <laughs> Pike says when he comes on board, is that a smile? Mm-hmm. And Spock says, I believe it is. See, but because he's happy to be with his sister. Yes. Yes. It, 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 he is happy to be with his sister. And he's, he's kind of like, you know, feeling that. Yeah. Um, because there is uh, dialogue also throughout their interaction where he says, you know, um, I'm not going to let you off right. for how you made me feel. Right. But I understand why I had to feel that way. Right. So, you know, we are good. But I also fe- I also thought that at that end part that you're talking about when he sees, sees Pike, I thought that was just real quick window into their relationship. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like how how genuinely good Pike felt seeing him yeah, and the camaraderie that they had with one another, that they could just like have like a little subtle joke yeah, right there. And, and Spock felt comfortable enough that he would, he would let his hair down yeah, with Pike. Yeah. So that's why I, that's what I read there. Yeah. You know, I really, I mean, that was, just, that was like in the sweet spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And their whole reimagining of Talos and like yeah. from everything, from from the creature look of the Talosians to the the underground yeah. area. I mean, 
everything. The flowers. The, the, the flowers. The flowers. And did you notice the music that they were playing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the music it's, from. It's the music. From the, from the first, Absol- from the pilot. Absolutely. I love that. I yeah. was like, oh, you sons of yeah. bitches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You are spot on. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. mm. Yeah, that was good. And the last thing that I really loved about this episode, of you know, this has been my thing. Pike, straight shooter. Yes. No nonsense. Gentleman's gentleman. Officer. He's on a ship of outlaws and bandits at this point. Yes. So I love the moment where he's about to give a rousing speech mm-hmm. because in officer training school, they taught you that you have to, you know, that, you know, get up your crew. Yeah, right, right. Give them the speech. And and she's like, hey, hey man, just tell us where to go. <laughs> you got the crew, right? This discovery, yeah, yeah. We are a band of outlaws. That's just <laughs> like this. Is what we do. Mm-hmm. This ain't nothing but Wednesday. This ain't nothing but Wednesday, <laughs> and you're wasting time. Exactly. So you know, give the word, and then they're off. And I was like, this is the discovery I love. Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact that they've built on this first year where they went through all this ridiculousness. Right. But now nothing phases them. And notice how this is a little bit of a difference from, and and this just hit me, Voyager. Because where Voyager, well, I guess Voyager was a little different because you had the Maquis blending with with uh, Starfleet yeah. personnel, so that there was natural friction there. Right, right. Um, but they were still, you know, thrown up against, you know, uh, incredible odds yeah. on Voyager in this whole section of space that they had never been, and they, but they still had friction. Discovery, they've gone through some stuff. Oh yeah, they've had to deal with some stuff. Um, so much so that when you get to that fight between, like you said, Ash and well, let's see. No. <laughs> Here, let me hand you a plum. <laughs> Tyler. Yes. And um, Hugh. Yeah. You know, Saru tells one person, yo, let this happen. I think he tells Tilly yeah. to let this happen. Everybody else was already on the, they was already chilling, <laughs> right. getting popcorn. Right, right. It's like, like, yeah, kick his ass. And you get the sisters sometimes in the galley. Hey, sometimes stuff happens. Stu- hey, stuff happens. Exactly. It's discovery. Mm-hmm. We on discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, which is a good point because the captain wasn't there. Captain doesn't eat in the in the in the galley. Captain doesn't eat in the galley. He eats in his ready room. That's, you know, right. that's where y'all let your hair down. You right, don't have to right, talk right. about me all y'all right, want down there. Fancy bourbon he unzips his tunic. <laughs> I said, okay, Pike. I appreciate your fancy. Did you notice he poured two drinks, but then didn't give the one drink to Ash? Oh, did he do no? no. Yeah, well, he gave him. No, he didn't give Ash that drink. <laughs> he poured two drinks and he unzipped his tunic and then he had his space bourbon. And then I kept waiting for Tyler to pick it up and he didn't. I said, Is Pike going to drink both glasses? I guess he the captain. <laughs> I, I didn't even notice that. Anything else we need to cover about this episode? I mean, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? You know, section 31. Section 31 continues. I like what they're doing there. To entertain and delight me. I like the fact that Leland is not dumb. No. And he knows that Giorgio is coming for the cheer. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it. But he also realizes there's nothing he can do well, about Well, you know, again, she she 
talked. She she undermined his authority with all of the Starfleet. A person that yo now and jokes, she, she, and then they stop, and then she talks some slick talk, and then she strutted out. Click, 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 click. I said, "Come on, Georgia." She did them dirty. She did. She did them dirty. She did them totally dirty, man. Oh my god, I I forgot about that. Part. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She did them dirty, man. But um, that's how she doing. That's how she do. That's how she do. That's how she. And uh, not for nothing. She need to lend that corset to Leland. <laughs> Leather's not his best. Look. Leather's. <laughs> it's difficult to pull. I mean, it's like you look around the entire ship, and it's like they're all dressed like they're in some type of weird S and M bar. And you, like I keep waiting for like the guy on communication to have like a ball cock in his mouth. It's like why is everybody look like you know no judgment. We're about to get medieval. On right, but it just feels like, right, the gimp is on transport. <laughs> so it's like it's hard to pull all that leather all out, off unless you're Michelle Yo. That's true. So, That's true. you know. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, man. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so we're enjoying. Absolutely. We're enjoying Star Trek Discovery. We hope that you're enjoying it with us. Because we're having a ball. Yeah. We're having a great time. I'm having a good time with this show. Yeah. And this was episode eight. Eight. And, and I know you mentioned it. How many episodes are there? It looks like they're going to be going up to, well, you mean how many there is there going to be in this season? Is yeah. That what you mean? Uh, it looks like, now, if you go on Wikipedia, it says that the, la- the last episode they have listed is episode 11, which is set to drop on March 28th. Right, and maybe that's the um, the spring break. That's what I that's what I thought. However, they say here um, that the season premiered on January seventeenth, twenty nineteen, and they're saying that it will consist of fourteen episodes. So maybe they already had the eleven, and they just haven't put up the next three. They probably just haven't put up the next three. I have a I have a sneaky suspicion that they put up this eight. Because I thought I, I seriously thought this was going to be right. Like this the is going to be it. Yeah. Realized that well, we only were playing like three more. Let's just knock out the other and just throw right, them all be together done with it. and yeah. be done with it. And then they're going to come back for the third season, which they've already, um, yeah, the third third yeah, season oh yeah, was yeah, already been ordered at, with a new showrunner, an additional showrunner, an additional show, an additional showrunner. Okay, not a yeah, new. Nobody one. got fired, but. <laughs> You know, it's Star Trek. <laughs> so you never know. It's always going to be some movement behind the scenes. Very true. Very true. So we hope you're checking it out on CBS All Access, ladies and gentlemen, or on Netflix if you're overseas. Um, it's some. It's some good. It's good Star Trek. Absolutely, it's good Star Trek. And Vince, I'm I'm asking you to yes. at least watch a few episodes of the Orville. You you have asked me that because after we're finished. With Star Trek Discovery, I would love to devote one episode just to the Orville in large. Okay. All right. All right. I have thoughts about the. Orville I can do that. That I, I that I want to share. Okay. I can do that. Can we do that? So I mean, don't watch. You don't have to watch them all. But if you can give me five, you can give me five episodes so you have an you know an idea of the characters, 
and what's happening. All right. And stuff. And I'll even tell you the episodes. I told you one episode that you need to you see. You did. You did. I told you one episode that needs to see that which spotlights my girl Penny Johnson. And I like that Penny Johnson. Oh, I love me some Penny Johnson, yes, man. Yes, sir. I love me some Penny Johnson. And she's and and this season, she's they're using utilizing her and her story a whole lot more throughout the entire season. Excellent. Um, so I'm really digging it. All right. I'm, 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 I can't believe it. I'm I'm digging the Orville. It's only, I know. It's, it's, it's only one thing about the Orville I just can't dig. But we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Fair All right. enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that's it. So, <laughs> hope you're liking it. He's Vince. I'm Len. In parting, we say peace and long life. <laughs>